0: Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I am your host, Michelle Ponvert, and I am chatting with the wonderful Manaz, who is a systems and productivity genius. Manaz, I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, everybody.
1: Uh, Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me on. Uh, My name is Manaz and my business is Excel with Manaz. Um, I help heart-centered women in business to work less and achieve more so that they can truly unleash their impact and their income as well. And all with the right balance in life as well.
2: Balance is such a a good piece of what you do. We've talked before and I would love to hear And have you share what balance means to you? What are you trying to actually help people achieve? Because I know work-life balance is something that a lot of our listeners are going to be interested in.
1: Absolutely. It's so, so important. And then as women in business and majority of my clients are mums as well, then, you know, you have an added layer of wanting to be present for your children around the home, doing all the other responsibilities that you have, whether that's, you know, another job or your children or elderly parents or whatever is going on for you, is really, really tricky. And trying to stay present in that moment when you're an entrepreneur who's effectively a solopreneur with all the hats and, you know, all the pressure and the constant thinking about what I need to do next and what I haven't done and what, you know, all the thoughts that are in your head, it's really hard to stay present. And I think that in a nutshell is what we want. We want to be present for our kids for our family for our life away from work and then when we are working we want to be working intentionally and productively with that strategy so that we are actually moving the needle in the business and not just being busy
2: Mm. yeah it can be really hard because there's so many pieces of our business that call to us that pop into our heads or notifications that can take you out of life and you know, very much, I think, as a mum, life can come and interrupt you from sort of business mode, too. So I think that's really important. Um, Do you mind sharing with us a little bit of how you help people find the sense of balance and what sort of tools and advice you might have for us? Yeah, sure. So um I think it's
1: really important to start with where you are. Like, there's no point in us comparing with other people. It's just you or your own comparison, if you like. You're always competing with yourself to better yourself. And wherever you are, like in terms of budget, you know, most of us start off and we don't have a lot of budget to invest in big systems, um, resources, support, and all these things. So the tech side doesn't need to be something that you invest heavily in. And um, you can do so many things with so many tools that are out there that are absolutely free. But I think where people get get stuck or don't realize is that even using those systems, you need to know how to use them to really optimize and be um, using them in the most effective way. And perhaps in a way that is actually suits you, because we're all different and we're all very different business owners. We work very differently. We will. Have um, different 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 ways of measuring success. You know, all these things will be different, and we need to bring all of that together. And I love to look at um, every person as like their business as in a holistic view because they are they are their business. You are the mum and the other, you know, the woman, the husband, uh, the wife. Sorry, or you know, looking after the family, all this sort of things. So you need to like be looking at yourself in a holistic view as a business and in order for you to do what you're trying to do your goals and achieve the success that you're looking for it's again very bespoke to you because that's Mm. what you're passionate about and bringing that out and just working out that path of how do you fit your day-to-day with your goals and you know what's going to be the best way to get there Um, and, and the biggest mistake that I often see with Um, clients is that they they have we all have blocks and we all have like things that stop us and things that are not necessarily helping us but for some reason we all have this in our mind that we have to be an expert in everything Mm -hmm. and we must excel at it from the very beginning and if we don't we just have to try harder Um, And I think this is a belief that really comes up a lot and it can really, really hinder us because um, if we think about like in a different aspects and different parts of our life, like when we were younger and we were studying, we knew we had to get that degree in order to get that job we wanted. We do the learning first and then we go and, um, you know, get the the fruits of that labour, if you like. But in business, for some reason, especially as women, we, we really put high expectations on us. And I think it's really important to, one, be around people who lift you up and, and help you and support you so that you have the courage to take that next step. And then secondly, it's really important to um, take what it is that you want to do and really be, be very clear on that. And get the support and the learning out there that you need, whether that, you know, is a coach or a mentor or people who are aligned with you. And obviously you like to work with because you don't know what it's like to, to have that support if you've never had it. And sometimes the biggest thing that can, can stop us is we know what we have to do, but we don't actually know how to implement that into our day and keeping Mm. ourselves accountable is really, really difficult. Um, Again, we're a solopreneur, so we're like doing all the things. And, you know, how many things do we keep ourselves accountable for? Unfortunately, in this modern world, sorry, but more distraction going on, all these distractions, the focus can be really hard to maintain. And, you know, we are, we need to just stop and recognise that we are doing a heck of a lot um, already. And, you know, rather than putting more pressure on us, we should be looking at getting the right kind of support so that you know we're not wasting time and we're not losing all of that time. Um, so yeah, that that's really that's really my thoughts on yeah. on where to where to start.
2: That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. I think the sort of takeaway I keep coming back to as you were speaking is it's like matchmaking. You have to pick the right tools and the right support for the right person and the right problem and. As a web designer, I often say, you know, you pick the right tool for the right problem. If you need, you know, complicated tech, then it should really be solving a very specific problem. But there's so much we can get started with that isn't complicated, isn't expensive, isn't, you know, unachievable for us to set up ourselves. When done intentionally and with the right system in mind, with the right strategy in mind, it can be incredibly effective. So I'm 100% on board with that. I think there's, there's a lot of overlap there in how our websites can work as well, how, you know, your tech and your backend systems can support us implementing and doing the things we need to do the way we want to do them as business owners. So I, I love that. Do you tend to find that there is sort of a particular time in our entrepreneurial journey when this is like the most helpful to jump in and get systems right? Is it Right at the beginning, like start off perfect the first time, or is it something you see a bit down the line that people start to perfect and really refine? I think it is
1: very different for everybody because some people want to have everything ready at the very beginning, um, but I think there's there's far fewer who want to do that then because in the beginning, if we all think back to our own journeys, we. We would never have realized what being an entrepreneur involved. And that's probably why we hopped into it. <laughs> so let's be honest, if we knew all the things that we kind of know now, that and we went back to that old self, we possibly would make very different decisions. Um, but that's fine because I think everybody has to get to that point where they realize that they do need that support. And like you said, website is is another you know, really, you don't have to have a website in order to sell anything. But obviously, there does come a point when you are serious about your business that you'll be like, right, I need to get a website. Yeah. And I guess the same thing applies for um, getting support in your business because, mm-hmm. you know, you it's more when you recognise that. And also, I think when you understand that there is a better way, and you know, you don't have to do the hustle. There are different ways and it's really good to to give that a try and see again. I mean, I love how you explained the matchmaking thing. I think that <laughs> that is so that is so perfect. That's just such a good fit. Because um, again, with the website, like you wouldn't make the website any more complicated than it needs to be. And generally in life, The simpler we keep things, the easier to handle and manage they are, whatever Mm -hmm. they might be. And absolute that absolutely applies to business as well. It doesn't mean that business is simple because there's so many moving parts. Um, But we can certainly, um, by by just sort of staying in our own lane and focusing and and focusing on that kind of path that you are trying to create, really concentrate on what it is that we want to do and what. But is that where our strengths lie and where Mm. we need to then get the support and it Mm. tends to be that our strengths are going to be the thing we are passionate about and that's obviously why um, we're in a passionate business because we want to help other people and we want to spread that um, positivity around so all the other things you know there will be things that just um, become overwhelming stressful and just hard to learn so I think it's it's not a race you know it's like building it brick by brick really setting up the foundations of your business and they are so important because the rest of your journey will rely on those being uh, built in a certain way and being Mm. like solid and giving you that kind of backbone and structure to to your um, business
2: Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. You're you're laying a lot of foundation in those early months and years and being, you know, thoughtful about where you're spending your energy is is going to serve you well. Um I I just keep being sort of shocked by this very obvious sort of statement that you said but but really profound that it's like you need to you need to have a level of self-awareness but the journey is also part of that experience that like Yes, as business owners, we are, whatever we're doing, we're passionate about, you know, I'm a web designer, you do amazing coaching work, that is the passion, but the level of self awareness behind us as people and how we operate in the world, how we are as people, influences that business. And I think there's just something so beautifully simple and profound about that, that leaning into who we are, can be an asset. And I I love the way you, you were sharing about that. I, I just think there's there's so much out there. There's so many choices, there's so many ways we can do things. And that sense of picking the right path for you and the right tools, the right systems, the right structure for you to succeed is going to be huge. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do I mean, product- find that- mm-hmm. Productivity just would never come from forcing ourselves to to do certain things. So really being very intentional with where we put our energy is is absolutely is so key.
2: Mm yeah I'm I'm really curious if you find that there are certain personality types or personality traits that you see in us entrepreneurs who are also mums and balancing a lot that sort of help us thrive in a way that perhaps a non-entrepreneur that isn't a mum and isn't struggling with you know the balance is maybe not as equipped to to cope with you know that mum life work balance thing is so huge does it have an upside too
1: (laughs) that's a really interesting question do you know the thing that pops to my mind the most is um resilience Mm. because I think as mums like there's just no question about it whatever is thrown at you whatever your child does or doesn't do or you know whatever happens in your day you don't really have a choice to say (laughs) I'm not going to handle that um and and you know maybe in your younger days when you were not a mum, um, you would be a very different person. And I think, uh, being a mum makes us so aware and conscious. Like there's these things, these blind spots that open up, don't they, when when mm. you become a mum about things that you didn't worry about that you worry about now, <laughs> and crazy things. Um, but at the same time I think we need to give ourselves credit that you know being a mum is like it's the most important job in the world and it's the most rewarding thing and when you are doing that and you have a business that's like massive and of course all that resilience in some shape or form it will definitely come through in your business Mm -hmm. but um, so that's definitely the upside but then the slightly downside of that is that because we feel that we're so resilient we we just have that like I touched on earlier we have that well I'll try harder and yeah. it'll work this time and I'll just keep going I didn't give it enough I didn't you know you just keep going back and doing and doing um, and uh, I th- I think the penny really drops when we when we figure out that if we want to have different results doing the same things over and over again (laughs) don't give us different results (laughs) something needs to change and in order for uh, if you change the input then your output will change Mm -hmm. so in a nutshell like you know it's just it's okay that that's fine things it's okay to change because sometimes people can be really worried and concerned but again like we've talked about the change has to be something that's right for you And Mm -hmm. I, as I like to say, I think it always has to be feel good. You know, it Mm -hmm. has to have the feel good factor. It should be a feel good business. It should be feel good marketing. It should be feel good operating and running and managing. And it should definitely be um, in a place where it empowers you to be Mm -hmm. that CEO that you want to be.
2: Yeah, I've heard that advice before and I, I completely agree with it, but I have this sort of, funny feeling that when I was really at the early stages everything feels hard and uncomfortable and I think there is a point of that like you have to try and push through to really see if something feels good and you know if I personally stuck with only doing things that feel good I would do no marketing because I'm yes. an introvert and that's that's mm-hmm. challenging and I I think there's that sense of being open and then having the gut check and I'm sure that that's something while having support and people to bounce things off of is huge to kind of get that gut check so you don't spend months and years pursuing something that felt uncomfortable and you became kind of accustomed to and now feels okay. Yes. I don't that know. If exactly. That's-
1: if we yeah. stay inside our comfort zone all the time, um, we just wouldn't be growing anyway. So mm. definitely we have to be enjoying the journey. I think that's really important. But we also have to be pushing the boundaries because we don't know what we don't know. And when we, when we do push ourselves that little bit, we're stretching ourselves, we're growing and we're evolving. And so is our business along with that. And and that just all becomes this um, adaptive and new kind of environment and constantly mm. we're changing, our business changes. We figure out what we don't like. And that's really important as well. Just exactly what you said like it is really important to know, well, that actually didn't work. But you know, we do come to a point where we we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves that we've not mastered everything because we don't need to master everything, because we should be mastering um our zone of genius. That is mm-hmm. what we should be mastering. Um and everything else is part of the bundle of being a solopreneur, but it shouldn't take so much um stress and overwhelm and worry that that becomes a bigger thing than your your passion.
2: Mm, Yeah I'm so curious to know how your journey into your business and your journey into finding this version of what your business looks like now how did you get here what was the path? Oh well my
1: background is a 20 years as an analyst in the financial sector so I've been a problem solver all my life and I took that with me to my work and I was streamlining processes and analyzing a lot of different types of data and um, doing all these things. And then when I left my corporate career um, so that I could spend more time with my kids and my family as they're growing up, I went and set up my own business because, you know, I, I had never not worked. So I was I'm not going to just be a mom, even though that's the most important thing in my life. Um, I wanted to do something for myself. And when I did that, that really threw me into this whole new world of, oh, my goodness, I've got to manage social media. I've got to manage marketing. I've got to do this and that. And I set up all these processes and, you know, efficient ways of me doing things and planning things and working it out. And, And that just evolved. And then during lockdown, I thought, I want to help women in business and this is where Excel with Manaz came about because mm. I just felt a real desire that, you know, women in business, especially who are passion-based, heart-led, they want to make a difference in this world, you know, they need support and they need to, what what you don't know, and what I didn't know over the time as an entrepreneur, I kind of just collected all that and thought, I wish I knew this. I wish somebody had told me this. And if, if I had known this, then I wouldn't have done that. And, you know, mm. this makes so much more sense. And it takes so long to pick up all these pieces of knowledge of how you can build your business. Um, so I just felt really drawn to doing this to to help other women so that they can increase their impact. And at the end of the day, you know, make this world a better place because, you know, all these services that are out there are about helping people.
2: Yeah that's a beautiful journey and I think you, you really you know walk the talk you you are taking what you find to be your strengths what you're good at what you find natural and then leaning into that and building the business around that I think that's that's really lovely to see and I think really helpful to see as an example as well how can everyone get to know you a bit more how can we you know keep connecting with you and I know you have a little something free for us as well Please yes go ahead and share I, I do indeed
1: well my website I'll give you the details and you can pop the link it's excelwithmanaz.com mm-hmm. and I have a freebie which is a, a te- um, grab 10 minutes to really boost your productivity so it is a 10-day experience but really It's only 10 minutes every day and we all can find 10 minutes, especially if it's going to make us more productive. So I'd highly recommend you going and checking that out. It takes you through very kind of short um, exercises and things. And it's been amazing. I mean, I've had five star Google reviews for it. So I'm super excited to be able to share that with you. And I can't wait to see how your viewers or anybody who's watching or listening this gets on with it and you can contact me via my website that's the easiest way to to get in touch with me I am on Facebook and Instagram but as things are evolving I am um, present less and less on social media and I'm very much intentional about where I put my time in so um, you can definitely contact me by DM that's not a problem on Instagram or via my website that's and emails are always good <laughs>
2: <laughs> well thank you so much again for for joining us for sharing your story and those wonderful insights i think you've given us a lot to reflect on and i yeah i definitely encourage people to have a look at her freebie it's a really great way to just take the time to figure out how to make the time uh i went through it and it, it definitely is eye-opening how much you're just letting flip through your fingers and i think being intentional is something that is really good at and really good at helping you find so um, i'll pop the links in the show notes so that you can check those out
0: thank you so much manas for joining us and thank you listeners for joining us this week on marketing like a mother if you found value in today's show and want to support some fellow mompreneurs we really appreciate a rating or even just telling a business friend about the show We'll be back next week with more marketing tips for busy mums with businesses. And if you're keen to book more dream clients through your website, please do make sure to check out my value-packed 16-minute free training, very mum-approved length, uh, called Websites That Convert. It is for my very best tips on optimizing your website for conversions so that you can get those website visitors into your paying dream clients. You can go ahead and check that training out at my website michellepontevert.com slash converts. And until then, take care.